Welcome to DASIC's Ion Collections podcast. We'll be sharing collective intelligence about the collections industry and overcoming various business challenges from industry thought leaders spanning multiple verticals. With over 20 years of lending, financial technology, and startup experience, I'm your co-host, Randy Spradlin, Chief Revenue Officer at DASIC. With over 15 years as a data science and strategy leader for the Big Four and an adjunct professor and advisor to the data science program for the UT Dallas, SMU, and Springboard.com, please welcome our co-host, Abhishek Goel, CEO and Chief Data Scientist at DASIC. DASIC AI is revolutionizing collections using artificial intelligence and machine learning by delivering AI-driven collection strategies that increase agent productivity by more than 30% and improves your dollars collected and consumer experience. For more information on DASIC, please visit www.dasic.com. You're listening to the DASIC Ion Collections podcast. I'm your host, Randy Spradlin. Our guest for this episode is Jose Mendiola, Executive Vice President of Resolvion. Jose, thank you for being our guest today. Hey, Randy, thank you so much. Appreciate you uh, giving me the platform to talk a little bit about the uh, repo industry. I really appreciate you being here. So, Jose, what do you like to do when you're not working? Uh, Randy, definitely I'm a family person. I'm uh, with my wife, 23 years, we've got two awesome boys. And when we're not uh, parenting or working, uh, definitely love to travel as a family. Uh, we're active. Uh, both of my boys are in the sports. One is a lacrosse player. Another one's a basketball player. But if we're traveling, we like to include some kind of hiking, fishing, love to watch movies. And uh, and definitely hoping that our, our sports seasons can get back uh, to some sense of normalcy here. And uh, we're definitely fans. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm a huge college football fan myself and love to fish as well. So, Jose, could you maybe tell our listeners a little bit more about your professional background? Sure. I've got uh, about 25 years of automotive background, the last 10 of which I've spent uh, as a founder and exec. Uh, we taking a startup by the name of American Lending Solutions uh, in the marketplace, better known as ALS. And uh, we've grown it uh, into a major player over the last uh, 10 years, uh, specifically in the recovery industry. Uh, Needless to say, it's been uh, an amazing and wild ride along the way. I've met uh, a ton, a ton, a ton of great people that have helped, um, and uh, many of which have done so without uh, ever being asked, and and really and sincerely look forward to doing the same for those that come behind. Awesome, awesome. So for our listeners who uh, aren't familiar with uh, Resolvion, can you tell us about the company and the services you provide there? Yeah, sure. Well, Resolvion, and I mentioned to you uh, in your last question, Randy, uh, uh, about ALS and being a founder of ALS. So Resolvion is really the, uh, the formation of a merger between a company called Consumer Financial, um, at the time also called Resolvion, and ALS. Uh, our group, and recently with Delmar Recovery Solutions, that merger happened late last year, uh, led by uh, Josh Elias, uh, Claudia Placencia, uh, Ren, uh, Brian and Rod out west. Uh, we're really excited about what that uh, merger has done for us. Uh, the combined entity is now uh, what we would call um, uh, certainly right up there with the nation's leading loss mid companies. Uh, we've got about 450 employees. Uh, with a growing base of about 200 clients, and we service uh, a shade over 40 of the top 50 auto lenders in the space. Um, We're doing anything from uh, early and late stage uh, recovery work, um, and that can come in the forwarding and or pre and post charge off skip, 
we do a ton of license plate recognition work. Uh, we've got the, uh, a, a heavy equipment commercial division in Shelton, Connecticut. Uh, we also do a ton of work in the impound and remarketing uh, space. Uh, we manage a nationwide network of about 750 or so subcontracted agents out there, and we get close to about a million cases annually. Um, and we use a, uh, a, a leading uh, technology platform that we've developed internally um, along with some uh, training and monitoring programs that uh, that we really focus on delivering for our clients uh, what we would call the best results at the lowest risks in the marketplace. And we've got offices. Um, we've got offices uh, today in Charlotte, North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, which is where our corporate uh, headquarters is. Uh, Carlsbad, California. We've got Las Vegas, Nevada. I mentioned Shelton, Connecticut, and um, yeah, certainly you can re re uh, visit our website at resolveon.com. I really appreciate the insights there. It seems like you guys are uh, growing and, and moving in the right direction. Um, you know, you, you, you deal with a lot of different repo agencies and stuff. So what are some of the concerns that repo agencies have voiced to Resolveon since COVID began? Well, it's the hot button right now, Randy. I mean, obviously, um, the pandemic's uh, impacted um, everyone, every walk of life, every industry. Um, and, and the repo industry is certainly not unique. And when it hit, uh, human nature, I think, told all of us, let's focus on, on what's closest uh, to us first. Um, if you kind of peel that back and you, you look at our relationship with our lender clients, we're subcontracted vendor partners. And in turn, We've got extensive relationships with a subcontracted repossession agency network. Uh, I mentioned uh, close to 750, 800 agents across the country. Uh, many moving parts of the recovery process that uh, govern above just the repossession um, process. Um, the handling of storage, uh, redemptions that could come after repossession, transporting uh, vehicles uh, to and from um, uh, selling destinations. Um, you know, and, and, and many of those units were auction bound. And as, as the auction um, had its issues of closure, you know, again, many moving pieces. So um, when the auction supply chain stopped, it definitely sent the ripple effect down to the repo agent yard. And if they can't store units due to the space problem, they created a bottleneck and between slowdowns in their process, um, either through closures and, and, and stay in place orders, um, different things like that. Um, you also had the the uh, the extra CDC imposed handling of personal property and how an agency had to handle um, a vehicle that was repossessed uh, with specific guidelines on how personal property was going to be handled. Um, many thanks to our friends at ARA, um, Dave Kennedy and Les McCook. They put out a document relating to that. But yeah, I would say specifically, you know, those have been. Uh, the two biggest issues um, that have hit uh, hard and fast. That's um, some things I hadn't actually thought about was the backlog there for the, the repossession agents due to limitations for storage. So that's interesting you bring that up. Um, you know, in your opinion, you know, not really an opinion, actually be off experience, but what is a major concern that's facing the repossession industry in the near term? Well, we're cycling through a pandemic, um, and you know the the initial fears is, as I mentioned earlier, that uh, you know people focused on on their families or businesses, um, 
and and we saw and we experienced uh, very abruptly close to a uh, just a hair over 90 percent uh, stoppage of repossession activity with our client base. Um, and you know, from a volume perspective, we're close to, if not the number two producer of repo activity in the U.S. And so, you know, whether it was with us or or other management companies, down to the repo agents, um, initial concerns of as much as 30 to 40 percent of agency closures um, were out there. And uh, you know, fortunately, we haven't seen evidence of that. We uh, pegged that number somewhere closer to five to 10 percent. Uh, but that's an area that we're keeping a watchful eye on um, as, as, you know, the potential for capacity issues uh, could come up should any of these variables change. You know, more agencies going out of business uh, coupled with a higher demand for repossession activity will slow down uh, the process and impact lenders' bottom lines in multiple ways. You could have pricing pressures that could come out of it um, for repossession services. Uh, the potential for more depreciation uh, due to a slowdown on how fast these recoveries are actually taking place. So these are some things that we're definitely keeping our eye on in the near term and, and certainly talking to our clients about. Well, are there some things that companies should be doing to help overcome those challenges? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, following up what I just mentioned, we've seen some hints of lenders wanting to Overall, maybe pay a few more dollars to have uh, their their assignments prioritized differently than the general market. Um, we've also seen um, some lenders that have that that have understood some of the pressures that the COVID handling of personal property has has done to the marketplace, and so you know they've uh, they they've gone and they've uh, earmarked a few more dollars uh, and paid a higher fee. Um, just to make sure that the repo agents are covered again with uh, some of these issues. We have not seen uh, heavy evidence of that. Um, you know, it's, it's few and far between, but nonetheless, it is happening. And, and, um, and as some of these variables uh, continue to uh, shed some light on what they're doing uh, to the market, then obviously lenders are reacting. Interesting. Um, are there any emerging technologies that are having a positive impact on the repossession industry? Yeah, and and you know, as as we look at COVID and the pressures that um, that the industry has right now, um, and certainly in the near term, um, I think anyone who's managing repossession assignments today um, has to do a better job of understanding the data that's in front of them. Um, we're spending a ton of time um, in the area of agent optimization, uh, modeling, and and understanding better. Uh, how to how to how to make the best choice in a particular geography for a client in their portfolio, and that's going to be very important into the future. Um, companies in our space that uh, that have the ability to grab an assignment, to understand where it's, uh, or I should say, what company it's best placed with, uh, given the ge geographic uh, territory where the assignment uh, is indicating that the vehicle or the collateral may be, um, is huge and. Uh, and I'd say the second component um, is the national platforms um, and their their work with app-based technology. Um, there's a couple of apps out there. Um, I should say really more so the, the two main national platforms that uh, aggregate uh, repossession assignments in the marketplace um, uh, have some pretty prominent uh, app-based technologies attached to them 
um, that are definitely having a huge impact on agency efficiencies. And, um, and that's really the name of the game going forward. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, Jose, you've been pretty insightful here. You've offered a lot of information. Um, you know, what's the best way for our listeners to contact Resolvion to get more information? Uh, anybody can certainly reach out to me and call me directly. Uh, cell phone is 954-931-2848. Uh, my email address is jose.mendiola at resolvion.com or just visit our website, plenty of information on the company, its history, and, and even some really cool and insightful uh, pieces that we've put out there that are more educational in nature. Um, and uh, if you've got any questions about our company or services, don't hesitate, please reach out. Awesome. Well, Jose, I, I really wanna thank you for being a guest today. You've provided some pretty deep insights and some information both on Resolvion, but also on the repossession industry in general. And so again, I'd just like to thank you for being our guest on the Dasic Ion Collections podcast. Randy, thank you again. You guys are awesome. And I appreciate you giving me the platform to uh, discuss the industry. Appreciate it.